Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. Uh, we are broadcasting live from the RealCom IBCon show floor, well, right outside. <laughs> and I'm Lauren Long from Site 101, and this is Joe Amador, who is a smart building consultant. Yeah, thanks, Lauren. Uh, yeah, so uh, I work with a variety of companies in the smart building space, helping them mostly with product market strategy, uh, understand the market, the market landscape. And this is a pretty exciting market, as you see right behind us. Uh, but there's also a lot of complexity and some confusion in the market. Uh, so I try to help companies figure that out and, and sort through all that. Okay, great. So how many times have you gone to this show? I think I've been here at least five or six times. I okay. haven't been here every year, um, but I remember coming, I think, the first time in 2010, 2011. And that's when Realcom and IBCon were a little more separated. Okay. And IBCon was almost like the, the young cousin that wasn't yet ready to... You know, be on his or her own. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very they did small. Kind of get rid of the stepchild vibe. Though, exactly. <laughs> yeah. The stepchild vibe is not. Uh, but I remember 10, 15 vendors, a few sessions. Uh, same event space as Realcom, but different ends of the show floor, yeah. right? Or different ends of the convention yeah. center. They seem fully integrated now. Like, They're very integrated in the show floor. And part of that is just what we're seeing in, in one, there's been a huge rise in just investment in real estate technology, a rise in interest in real estate technology. Uh, the fact that Companies are now offices and, and, and tenant-owned or tenant-operated, tenant-occupied spaces okay. uh, are, are, are looking at this saying, what can we do to make our building run better, be a better place to work, be more efficient? Uh, there's new business models and, and technology is really the backbone of a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. It's becoming a lot more competitive out there. You know, it's harder yeah. to get people to occupy your building and then to keep them there. Right, and right, so, right. Yeah. You have more options. I was reading, uh, it's a couple years ago now, but I was reading uh, in Sweden there was just a couple folks got together and started a co-working uh, model of you could lease out your off your home okay. so if you worked at home and you got uh, you became lonely which happens yeah. a lot oh, yeah. you could just have <laughs> other people into your your space and I think they even added other elements where there was an actual uh, way of every hour you were supposed to take a five-minute break and everyone went around a circle and said what huh. what have you been working on and at the beginning of the day what are your goals for today the for the day and then at the end of the day did you meet your goals and okay. so people enjoyed it because not only were they able to work with others but they were actually able to have a bit of a community hmm. so there's com competition like that that you don't really think of as a technology product though there is okay. the, the matching angle through technology yeah. uh, but it is more competitive uh, there's a lot more options you don't have to be in an office all the okay. time 24 hours or uh, you know 40 yeah. hours a week as yeah. someone who works from home uh, I think my dog would appreciate me you know not just looking for my social interaction with yeah. him yeah exactly time, so. yeah exactly yeah it, it's, it's becoming more and more more common and um, you know so when we see an event like this it's it's the, the it, things have flipped we all remember uh, a couple years ago there have been companies that have said no one can work uh, remotely everyone has to work in an office if you don't want to work in an office you need to get a new job yeah and that's maybe the, the more aggressive way of getting people to come back to the office okay. most of the companies that we see exhibiting here are helping companies instead say we just want to make the office so much better than anything else you might be able to find yeah. that you will want to come to work here. Okay. And if it's only three days a week or if it's only four days a week, that's okay. But we still, that's how we're approaching it. Because okay. the other side of it, uh, a lot of high, very talented individuals, a company doesn't really want to lose them. Yeah. So if they're not willing to come in to the office five days a week or not willing to come into a cubicle with very ordinary everything. Yeah, all the normal amenities. All the, all the normal amenities, <laughs> yeah. You know, now we have digital amenities. Now mm -hmm. we have, uh, you know, it, it's it's very much an industry in flux or in change. I think in a good way, but there's ups and downs to get there. And yeah. some of the complexity, you know, you could say there's even some confusion in the market of how are these firms different from other firms. All of that I think will sort out. Okay. But on the way there, um, you know, 
we're, we're moving in the right direction. Yeah. Just, you know, I've been picking up some conversations. Um, it seems like more conversations are around building operations too. You know, it's yep. not just like, do you have a pool table and a slide in exactly. your office and, you know, lightning exactly. fast internet. Yeah, do you have free beer? Yeah. 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 <laughs> but are, is the air that people breathe in like actually healthy for them? Yep. Yep. So I think that uh, it's absolutely true. That's absolutely happening. Uh, on, on one hand, I think the big question is how do we make our employees more productive yeah. in their space? And okay. there's a lot of ways to do that. So open office space encourages interaction, encourages, encourages some movement. Uh, you're not just sitting, the hope is that you're not just sitting in one place all day. Uh, there's activity-based work where depending on if you're meeting with people or you're working on your own, there are different spaces that fit that. Yeah. And then uh, you're also seeing air quality. You're also seeing, uh, and there's a variety of ways to do that. And there's good research out there. I've written about this in, you know, in publications where there's good research on more circulation of air okay. will lead to more productivity. It's yeah. difficult to, in an individual building, measure what is the exact productivity increase okay. of more air circulation. How That's much true. air do we have to circulate? But there's good research, and I think it will get better in the future to say we want to invest in air quality. We want to invest in air circulation. And um, it's definitely happening. Yeah, I yeah. saw, uh, I went to a presentation yesterday where they were talking about healthy buildings and the effects on people. Yep. And they said maybe instead of just measuring buildings off KPIs, they should yeah. do it off HPIs, like yeah. health performance health indicators. Performance, yeah. Well, you also have um, natural light, um, human, human-centric human lighting. Uh-huh. Very, very uh, emerging, right? So it's not like every building is saying, well, how do we make bring in more natural light? But I can tell you that a lot of the major lighting vendors, lighting controls vendors, they're making investments or have divisions or have made acquisitions to do shading, which shading yeah. plus lighting, if you look at it, instead of turning the lights on more, open yeah. up the shades and, okay. and that's a balance. And then that fits in with more deeply operating the building because too much light, while it's good for the people, it yeah. requires a lot more cooling, especially okay. in the summertime. That makes so very sense. interesting things. I mean, some integration starting to happen. Um, individual buildings have always if they want to, been able to integrate these systems together. It's just sometimes at great cost. It's not scalable. Now yeah. I think we're moving to opportunities for it to be a little bit more uh, maybe productized, is okay. how I would describe it. True. One of the panels that um, Site 10 CEO Cleve Adams yeah. was on yesterday was uh, a few like building performance and operations platform vendors yeah. and then some operators who were like, this capability doesn't exist yet. Right. And they were right. like, well, but, but, but it does. And yeah. you know, it's getting better, yeah. getting smarter. And that's a good example of one of the challenges in, in this market, just the discovery of vendors and discovery of capabilities and uh, the fact that you have the you have cases of uh, you know building operators or building owners looking for technology that they haven't looked for in the past. So while they're not starting from zero in terms of their knowledge of the need, yeah. they may be starting from the from the beginning in terms of who can help us solve this problem. Okay. We know we have a problem, we think we know how to solve it. We're not necessarily sure who can solve it. Yeah. And part of that is just because there's a lot of vendors in the space. It's still fairly, uh, uh, you know, it's fairly, uh, it can, you know, there's, there's opportunity for consolidation, I guess yeah. is how I, I might put it. Okay, yeah. true. Yeah, it seems like there's a bunch of new companies out there all the time right. that right. are using some of the same buzzwords. And you're like, well, what are you, what's the differentiator? Yeah. Right. I mean, I can tell you that, I mean, part of what I do is just, learn and get smart on the market as much yeah. as I possibly can. And uh, I even come to this event and learn of new vendors and, okay. and learn so of new companies. And so. While you've been exploring the showroom floor, right. um, what caught your eye? What was something that was yeah. really innovative? Yeah, I think one area is, to your point earlier about operations, when I've been to RealCom and IBCon in the past, there's maybe a more 
more focus on this is exactly how we help you operate the building. And now you're seeing some vendors that maybe are indirectly doing that. So we're okay. visitor management, but visitor management will help do a variety of things beyond visitor management. Um, so there's a number of companies that, you know, maybe what we define as real estate operational technology okay. is growing. And then you're seeing that in, in the vendor uh the, the vendor particip the participating vendors. Yeah. yeah, it's great to see uh, them showcase different startups too. You know, with right. the Digi Awards last night. And right, then, right. Like they are bringing they have a showcase. Focus. Yeah, yeah. I think that uh, you know, there's definitely a lot of innovation happening from those smaller companies. Uh, the bigger companies are also making strides to innovate. They're also investing in the smaller companies. But I think uh, you know, it's important to to have a view of, of both. And and this okay. event is particularly good at profiling or giving a platform for large and small companies. Very true. Um, do you plan on, like what's the biggest difference you've seen between like this year and earlier years of the show? Yeah, I think another, uh, a big one is the size, the level of, um, maybe level of participation of, of attendees, right? So instead of okay. coming to scope it out, you bring your team of five, Yeah. right? Or you bring a team of five. Okay. And that's a difference. So the event itself has grown quite a bit Yeah. because of that. Okay, cool. Well, um, kind of away from the conference itself, sure. but uh, you know, the you do a lot of smart building research, and yeah, you're yeah. an expert, and what I consider an expert. So, what would you consider a smart building? I noticed like this place is LEED certified. Yep. Like, so yep. how important do you think those certifications yeah. are? I think I, so. The, the certifications are important, and what's nice about the certifications, especially LEED, which is one of the more mature certifications, there's now good research out there on the value of the building. LEED certified or not LEED certified. So you can compare the two okay. and buildings that have LEED certification, and I should say Energy Star certification has very similar data around it. Those buildings sell for more, they have higher occupancy, they have a higher rental rate, so rent per square foot is usually higher. Um, and there's enough buildings out there that have LEED certification that you can actually do a pretty accurate uh, study. You know, okay. Academics can look at this and actually look at what's the value of LEED certification or really what's the value of a green building and they measure it based on certification. So that's great news because as we have more and more of that data, more building owners will say, I should invest in LEED certification. And I don't necessarily need somebody to prove out to me the actual value of my building because there's yeah. enough data already out there. Okay. We're starting to see healthy building certifications, very nascent, but still following that path. Okay. When I think of a smart building, uh, I think of a couple pillars. You know, It has to have operational efficiency, which can include energy. It has to be... Um, secure and safe um, and it really has to be a place that's productive for the the occupants and the yeah. the occupants the the tenants whoever the, they might be and technology is a piece of that obviously but the technology really needs to consider what are the outcomes that we're delivering to, okay. to meet those those needs okay or those goals that makes a lot of sense uh, i think one of the themes that i'm appreciating recently is we're changing all of these properties you know in, into places right? yep. so you're creating an yep. environment um, yep. it's more than just a building but yep. it's an experience you yeah. know, within these places yeah it is definitely that's the case uh you it, it's part part of, partially trying to differentiate the space right so we don't yeah. just want an office we don't just want but it's also as you see more and more people moving into cities, more and more people wanting to be in, an, in kind of a robust and, and dynamic urban environment, you have more density, you have more opportunity to differentiate, and, and you can have an office that has a variety of different office types or, or okay. you know, yeah, yeah, designs it, it mixed within use there. Yeah, mixed use. And, and... Yeah, and then exactly, yeah. So 
Um, and since we're in Nashville right now, right. I heard that there's like 70 to 100 people moving into the city every day. Yeah, I know. That's the, the, uh, there's a similar statistic that I've heard about Seattle, but okay. not so recently. But, but yeah, a lot of people are moving here. You see the growth when you look around, and, yeah. and, and you certainly see, uh, yeah, you, I mean, you definitely see investment in offices and retail in commercial or um, housing and residential. Yeah. So it's, it's clear a lot of people are moving here. And then you know that there's companies moving here as well. So it kind of all fits in. Yeah, awesome. Well, um, do you have any like final remarks on the show? Anything that you've really enjoyed? No, I, I would. Uh, Did you go to Tootsie's? Uh, I ha no, I haven't been to Tootsie's. What's Tootsie's? Is it Tootsie's is one of the more famous bars off Broadway Street. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll lots of live music. Yeah, okay, good to know. I think maybe I walked by it. Um, that's something to do later. Uh, I, I, I would say you know, the, I mean, the event has has been a really good opportunity to see everyone, to yeah. see everyone in the industry, to meet, you know, make new friends. I think I, I said this in a LinkedIn post, make new friends, meet old friends. Yeah. Uh, but it's also a good barometer of the industry, okay. which is also good to see. Um, and uh, yeah, I would say uh, thank you for having me. You know, oh, thank yeah. you. It's nice to speak. Definitely. It's nice to, you know, connect and, and just yeah. kind of share some thoughts. Definitely. I appreciate you taking the time to talk. Uh, how can our viewers, listeners find you? Yeah. So... Uh, the best way is actually on LinkedIn. I share okay. most of my content on LinkedIn, uh, but also uh, on Twitter. So just Joe Amador. Uh, and then my website is Amador Consulting. So A-A-M-I-D as in David, O-R, consulting.com. Okay. I have a newsletter. Uh, it's free every two months. It's news of the industry, M&A activity, uh, product launches, reports I've found that are interesting, very much focused on smart buildings. And when I think of smart buildings, it's the things I talked about earlier, but it's a little more focused on operating a building more smartly, right? Okay. So the building has been built. What are the technologies and what's happening to help us do that more efficiently? Awesome. I'm happy Great. to connect with folks on LinkedIn or on Twitter as well. Great. Well, thank yeah. you again. Yeah. And um, I will include all of that contact information on postings around this um, video. Thank so you, Lauren. Thank yeah. you again. Thank you. And um, I can hear the, the music starting yeah. up. Yeah, so everywhere I, you go, right. there's music, right? Everywhere <laughs> yeah. you can't get away from it. But it's good music, so yeah. it's fine. It's good. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank okay. you again, Joe. Thank you, Lauren. <laughs>